welcome to And It's Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check out our website at anditswriting.com. That's one word, no spaces. I'm Avery Ames, writer of adult fantasy. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, so today we're going to talk about what do you do when one of your side characters takes over your story? (laughs) I have semi-recent experience with this and in my case i made him into a main character and now he is everybody's favorite (laughs) (laughs) yes because i put in a character um i had a story that had like an element of a mystery to it and i put in a character just literally so that he could be one of the suspects like i was just like eh, he's gonna be a red herring suspect and then part way through i was just like oh i really like this guy he's a lot of fun to write and then he started taking up more screen time and then i was like okay well maybe he's a legit suspect maybe he actually did it and then i kept writing i'm like well i don't know did he do it or did he not and i was he became more and more of a main character and finally i just had to like i kept trying to like shove him aside and then bring him in and finally i was just like okay you get main not the main character he's not the protagonist but he is a very main character now and i just had to roll with it Sometimes that shit happens. If you got a good character that's a side character, like let them in, you know, like <laughs> let let them come into play because sometimes those side characters can like really do such good stuff for your story. I've mm-hmm. I've definitely had side characters become main characters all the mm-hmm. time. All the time. In fact, recently <laughs> recently I you know, I had this book that I had been working on since i was very small Mm -hmm. and that was the first book i started querying after i finished it and basically i had this world built up and i had these characters that lived in this world built up very well but being childish as i was and you know i don't want to say just childish Mm -hmm. because you know adult writers do this all the time i decided that the best way to show this story unfolding would be to include a character who was outside of the world Mm -hmm. who got brought into the world so that we could see the world through her new point of view. Uh So we were learning with her. We were experiencing all the new stuff with her and everything else was sort of happening around her. Yeah. And you know that I queried that book. That's very Mm -hmm. Luke Skywalker, you know, like that's star Wars. That's classic. That's classic Star Wars. It's a very traditional hero's journey kind of thing. It's absolutely traditional. It's absolutely traditional. But, you know, I read it again recently and I realized I'm like, wow, like none of the stuff that like I wanted to be in the forefront is in the forefront. Like there's not none of the stuff that I really cared about is 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 here. And what did I do wrong? Like it's all at the end of the book, not throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, kind of made the decision that what I had done was I took a character and and used her as a lens instead of like telling the the story from the important character's point of view. So I had I had written an entire book with a side (laughs) character as a main character. So now I'm rewriting that book with that character as a side character. And we don't even see her perspective at all until the very end. So like. I am really excited about it, but like, dude, I went so many years, like not 
realizing that, oh my gosh, my book should not be told from this person's perspective. Like, because a side mm-hmm. character had in fact become a main character and I was using her perspective to show all the important stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why is it so boring? Like, why is she so boring? Because <laughs> she's a fucking side character. She was... <laughs> <laughs> she's not meant for this like you know she she's a fucking side character and i remember like everybody all of my betas loved the side characters of that book because she was the main character and everybody else is the side characters but it definitely should have been the other way around so now i have my once side characters being the main characters and i'm like really excited because i'm like oh fuck like this is <laughs> this is much more colorful because like i was like letting all my really interesting good characters take a back seat and she was just like i'm luke skywalker i'm learning all about the force <laughs> like like when really who you want to hear about is like nah man i want to follow around darth vader and you know i think that that franchise is sort of exploring that now they're Mm -hmm. like oh but what if we had told the kid you know what if we showed some more of this character's like storyline and and a lot of those star Mm -hmm. wars things right now like they're becoming very popular because they're following around these side characters and they're and they're showing what it looks like from a main character's perspective to be them and it's really cool like you know people are super fucking into it because because it's a basic, basic hero's journey. Like people are kind of growing out of that, you know. Like look at your characters and decide what it might be like for your book to be written from the perspective of your most interesting characters instead of your least interesting ones. Because that's what I did, and yeah, five years later. <laughs> well, that was the thing I was going to say is if the character is is compelling to you, then that character is probably also going to be compelling to readers. So it's worth looking at why and deciding if they are. And sometimes, yeah, they you do switch and be like, no, wait, this is actually your story. And then sometimes, sometimes you do need to cut them because they are not serving the story. You just like them. Mm-hmm. And that's when it really sucks because you're like, oh, you're not doing anything for the book. You're actually distracting from the book. You're the class clown in the back of the class. <laughs> and now nobody's learning because they're staring at you. And we have to like move you into another class. Oh, man, you know, I hate that. Like, when you have that character that you want to be in the book and then it can't. It doesn't yeah. fit. I have had Like, mm-hmm. it, it sucks. It really sucks. <laughs> it sucks because your beta are like, I don't get this character. And you're like, but I love that character. <laughs> yup. What do you mean? Like, they're not, they're not supposed to be in that book. They're supposed no. to be in another book. <laughs> Uh, it's so funny, you know, it's it's just, it is glorious what happens when you actually put the characters that need to be in their books in their books. And in my case, my main character was uncompelling to me for years. Like, I, I wrote so many different versions of this character, and I could never make her interesting enough. I tried. You remember me trying. <laughs> I remember you. Several times, I was like, I was like, I... She needs to be more interesting. What do I do? Like, do I make her poor? Do I make her, you know, I was getting like, people are like, oh yeah, make her poor. Make her live in a trash can. Make her a hobo. Make her an internet celebrity. Make her this. Make her a writer. Make her famous. I tried so much shit. You guys, I wrote this this character so many different ways. <laughs> and, and nothing ever worked because she was a fucking side character. <laughs> it was all like, it wasn't, it wasn't her. It was her role in the story. Yeah, I thought I had to be like, you know, Joanne Rowling with my sweet fucking like character who knew nothing about Hogwarts coming into Hogwarts be like, I'm learning everything, but (laughs) I don't need to do that. Like, 
that's not how it needs to be. And shifting my perspective was very important. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I've also had to get rid of side characters that were not supposed to be in that book as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When I first wrote that book, it had like nine different nine to 12 different perspectives. And I was like, ah, time to like pluck some of these boys out. <laughs> and I do, I have had to, we've, we've talked about combining and cutting characters before, which I've had to do sometimes just for plot reasons, but it, it is a special sort of pain when it's that character that you just, you just really like, and you're just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I'll put you in another book. I promise. You kind of see the dark side of this in some TV shows. Because you can see which characters the writers really liked. And sometimes they're not the main characters. And then they become the main character, sort of. Oh, man. And it, like, throws off the balance of the whole TV show. It's frustrating. Because you've already made the promise that the other characters mm-hmm. are first. And that's the thing with the TV show. Is since it's ongoing, they can't, like, go back and revise the beginning once they realize that. Like, we can do. <laughs> but you you know you see that with like you know a lot of sitcoms there's actually like a term called flanderization which i don't know if you're familiar with oh it comes from ned flanders which is like from the simpsons where there's a character who in this case it's just a character that becomes like known for a specific trait and then they like just become nothing but like that trait or that catchphrase they become two-dimensional because it's what the writers see people responding to. And so a really classic example I'm going to be showing my age here um, is from the TV show Family Matters, which was the one that had Steve Urkel. I know who Steve Urkel is, yeah. but I've never seen Family Matters. The the first, the at the opening of the show, he was like a small side character who would just kind of come in for a gag here and there. But the audience was like, oh, he's hilarious. And so he became like the whole show, but he also became like a caricature. Of this, you know, this character who just like came in, did catchphrases, did, you know, was clumsy and then <laughs> left. You see, it happens a lot in sitcoms because a lot of sitcoms run for so long and they rely on like these jokes and these tropes and these stereotypes and character archetypes that they start kind of leaning into further and further and further. And they'll be like, oh, well, people really like this character and now they're a main character. And the protagonist becomes like foreshadowed like, or overshadowed over time. Mm-hmm. And if you notice that happening in your book, like I said, that's when you kind of stop, take stock and figure it out and finesse the first half of the book so that it all matches. <laughs> you need to decide what you want to do with that character. And if you want them to become, if you want them to become a form, like a main character, make them really a main character and make that first half of the book match it. Um, you yeah. don't want to be that TV show that like ends up leaning into the Steve Urkel halfway through. <laughs> Agreed. Yep. Well, this one's a little bit short. So, do you have any other stories? Let's see here. Ah, uh, you can cut my thinking. Uh, just oh, I do have one. Um, that's actually a a famous author that you will be familiar with. It's Robin Hobb. <laughs> Has said oh. in interviews. Uh, it, I can't remember if I saw it at a convention or in a blog post or something that the fool was originally supposed to be a very small side character, and then. Robin Hobb wrote a scene where the fool like showed up in the middle of book one and was like, I'm going to say something really important. And <laughs> she had to sit there and go, huh? Then she was like, no, this character is an important character. And I have to kind of rework some of my plot. 
and it affected like the trajectory of the entire rest of the over a dozen book series <laughs> oh that's and that and that kind of stuff you know is great because the fool is you know i haven't read all the books mm -hmm. but you know he is a great character and i don't know if i'd like the book without him you know mm -hmm. like he he adds something to it that's very good and i think that a good side character who becomes sort of a main side character is really good mm -hmm. like she did it so well and i'm like what what would have happened like has it, I'm trying to think if there's any instances where I'm thinking of like a side character who starts to become a main character and then I fucking hate them. I've like I said, I've seen it more in TV than I've yeah. seen it in books. I'm trying to think if there's any books where that's happened. I'm looking at my shelves, but I don't know why I would have kept the books where that happened and annoyed me. So I don't know why I'm looking at my bookshelves. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like I'm thinking like if there's a character in Game of Thrones who has like a a time when they become a bigger character and I hate him. I was gonna say it probably happens more in like long running series. I'll bet it's happened in one of the um urban fantasy series I've read. It's just they're blank I'm blanking on them because it's been a while because those series go on for so long and they're such rapid release that they do kind of TV showize it. That's a word. <laughs> They do kind of turn into like an episodic kind of TV show type thing where they, you know, you have recurring characters, you have some characters that start to show up more often. So, but I do think that the, the lesson here is if you do have a side character that becomes a main character, make sure that they should be a main character. Yes. And then it's okay. Um, the other moral is if you have a main character that sucks and your side characters are <laughs> awesome, maybe, just maybe... You shouldn't be telling it the story from this main character's perspective because you need to choose a side character to do it from. Um, I think that's a really good point because, yeah, your whole story at the beginning is is a very good yeah, lesson in if your side characters. Yeah, like you said, if your side characters are more interesting, maybe they shouldn't be side characters. <laughs> maybe they shouldn't be side characters, y'all. Maybe you should be getting giving them some like fucking attention, not a spinoff. <gasps> oh, I've seen people do that where they're like, "Oh, I have a really great side character." Like instead of like you know re revamping my book, I'm just gonna make a spinoff book. Yeah, we have a, a friend who tried this. Um, she had a character that we really liked, and then she went and she started thinking about making a spinoff book or something. And mm -hmm. I was like, nah, man, just like give, give that character more screen time in the book that you've already, you know, like that you're working on currently. It's just, it, don't mm -hmm. make spinoffs. Like if something is working with a character and you're on your first draft of a first book, like really reconsider why you're wanting to do a spinoff because mm -hmm. I'll bet it's because the character's awesome and you're not letting yourself put them in. <laughs> I will say there was one exception to the spinoff thing that I can think of off the top of my head, which is in category romance series. It's very common for like there to be the main couple and then they get together at the end of the first book. And then the second book is like a secondary character from the first book becomes the protagonist, has their romance. And then the secondary character from that book becomes a protagonist, has their romance. So that's actually a very common formula, but that's very specific to that genre. Interesting interesting yeah it'll be like uh, the main character and then the next book will be like the main character's sister has a romance and then like the love interest from that book's you know best friend is the main character of the next book and so they kind <laughs> of leapfrog each other like that and so the spinoff formula is very common there 
So it's actually to the point where when you're reading a category romance, you'll be reading it and you'll be like, who's the next book? You're kind of like <laughs> trying to pick them out. You're like, which one's the author's favorite? That's interesting. I, I see. I've never read books in that, that hemisphere. So like, I have no idea what you're talking about, but it sounds fun. Yeah. You'll be reading and being like, mm, the little brother is going to be in the next book. <laughs> oh my gosh. that That's fun. That's fun. So I do have one instance where I, I hated that the side character became a main character. Kind of. Was. It's not even a book and it's not even a movie. It's a video game. And I tell you what, guys, I fucking hate Knuckles in the Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> this is not where I was expecting you to go. <laughs> Dude, I hate Knuckles. Like, why would you make the game about <laughs> Knuckles when I want to play fucking Sonic? I came here to play Sonic. I want to be the blue guy, not the red guy. Like, oh, God, you know, it just makes me so angry. Like, why did. Like, people think Knuckles is hot. And yeah, I get it. He's hot. He's got skin. He's got big feet and red hair. He's crazy, crazy tall. Got spikes. But I came here to play Sonic. <laughs> like, and I get so mad. <laughs> Sorry. I was just expecting you to go with some, like, RPG game or something that was more, like, modern and ah. detailed. And you come out with Knuckles. Nah, man. Fucking Knuckles. I hate Knuckles and I hate Shadow. I want to play fucking Sonic. I want to play Sonic. I have been groomed to like Sonic since the early 90s and I I expected to stay that way. This is a this is something that I need for my life. Do you feel the same way about Luigi's Mansion? You know what? I did it first and then I played <laughs> Luigi's Mansion and I'm like, this is a fun-ass game. <laughs> Luigi's all right. <laughs> Exception to the rule. Luigi's all right. While Luigi is not all right. No. Neither is fucking Wario. Wario and Knuckles can go fuck themselves. Wario <laughs> the and Waluigi laughs are like a joke around our, our house. <laughs> yeah, we'll just be doing something and be like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, okay. that was That was a weird tangent, but that was a good tangent. To You're welcome. <laughs> I think bring, that's good. Bringing the, bring the weirdness to our podcast, yes. as always. We need a little weirdness. So, yeah. But, yeah, I think that's about it for this one. So, we will yeah. catch you again later. Bye. Bye. So, every other Friday, you can join us at 7 30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for the live stream. And to see the upcoming schedule, you can check out our website at anditswriting.com. And a reminder that if you heard anything in the episode that interested you, please check out the show notes for links or information. Thanks for listening.